Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Today, we are here with my co-host, JC. It's a pleasure to be back, Wendy. Thanks for having me back to uh, our show. Absolutely. (laughs) I like how you threw in there, our show. Well, it is our show. That's right. You're with me with almost every episode. I couldn't do it without you. And we have a very, very special guest today, Michelle Dickinson. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. We are so excited about this topic uh, because it is a well-needed topic in the HR land. And even if you don't have HR, we're going to be talking about workplace mental health. And I'm sure everybody is probably stopping what they're doing right now to listen because, oh man, this this can go a hundred different ways. But we're here to help employers help their employees and therefore help their customers and and really just help everybody who's around those employers because it's tough out there right now. Oh, 110% Wendy. And just like physical health, positive and negative mental health is present in the workplace. It affects everybody. Just like, uh, just like you've educated me so far. I'm looking forward to finding out what Michelle's got to bring to the table today. Yeah, Michelle. So tell us a little bit about you and, you know, what what's your title and what do you do? Thank you. Well, uh, I am a workplace mental health strategist and a resilience coach. And what I do every day is I get to work with organizations and individuals to really help them boost their resilience and ultimately preserve their emotional well-being. Do you notice that I never use the words mental health? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Listen, we have a stigma and a stigma is is largely the problem when it comes to people even discussing their well-being. So I don't even use the word. What I want to do is help people restore the joy in their life that they know is possible. Oh my God, I'm so excited already. <laughs> You're restoring my joy right now. <laughs> Seriously, I did notice that though. I was, you know, looking over your LinkedIn profile and um, definitely noticed that, you, you know, you kind of... Uh, uh, tap dance around it because it is it's such a stigma and it's just I, i'm i'm so happy that the youngest generation will talk about it yes so true it's so true we can learn from them they are they are normalizing the conversation amongst their generation but we still have so many people who just are just not comfortable at all even even like saying the words and and therefore they would never acknowledge if they were struggling Right. And the the younger generations are like, "Uh, no, we're going to talk about it, which makes us uncomfortable. Right. I think me, you and JC are probably all Gen Xers. Right. Yeah. Gen Gen X. Yep. (laughs) So I I think, you know, Gen X is is the sandwich generation. And and we we kind of, I think, look down and up for advice. But, uh, you know, the, the younger generations, the two younger generations, they're much more open in talking about people's feelings. And now that doesn't mean feelings relate to mental health, but, you know, they're definitely much more open to that. So for our Gen Y and Gen Z listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you for, you know, pulling off the veil and and letting people bring their true self to work. Um, and we have some other podcast sessions that we talk about when your true self isn't necessarily the person that other people want to be around. And so maybe that's something you could help them with as well, being a resilience coach. I love that too. That's so interesting, the title that you've come up with. 
I think it's important because I think people think that, you know, you're either mentally well or mentally sick when, you know, we've lived through a pandemic and so many of us are kind of like the frog in the water and the temperature is just kept being turned up and turned up. And before you know it, like we don't even realize that we've lost our fundamental ability to be joyful and to be happy and to be content and, and, and actually have a say in how mentally strong we are and, and that we actually do have the ability to preserve our emotional well-being. I think the biggest thing that I offer people is the empowerment and to get them back in the cockpit of their lives, that they get to say how things go. I want to talk about a little bit more on, on facts and, you know, like the, the positivity and the negative negativity and, you know, how it does affect how my mental health affects yours. If I'm uh, your coworker and I'm forced to work with you or vice versa. And, and that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people understand. So, you know, most of our listeners are uh, managers, HR folks, or people that are wearing a little bit of the HR hat because they're not big enough to have HR. So can you talk to us a little bit more about how, again, my, I guess the best word is maybe behavior or lack of behavior affects other people that I'm sitting next to or on a Zoom next to? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, gone are the days where we think, you know, we can just leave our emotional problems or challenges that we're dealing with outside of work at home on the shelf. Like we bring our full selves to work every day and how we show up, we either show up the best version of ourselves or not the best version of ourselves. So uh, I think, you know, the first step that, that I always like to do when I talk to folks is just, you know, ask them some basic questions about, are they proud of how they show up every day? Do they feel like they, they get to present their best foot forward? Because it does impact their, their experience, their coworkers experience. So it really does take a second for them to have to look in the mirror and ask themselves those questions. Um, and then if they're not feeling proud about how they show up, my question is, well, why not? What are you doing and what are you not doing that's supporting your emotional well-being or, you know, taking away from that? So we really dive into uh, practices, day-to-day, you know, habits that they have. What are they do- What are they filling their head? How are they taking care of their body? Are they, you know, making making downtime a priority? So many people are burning out because they just have no boundaries. They're working around the clock and they're working, you know, weekends and not getting a rest. So there's a lot of questions. I, I do a full, complete resilience audit with every single person I meet with because we really have to get to the bottom of uh, the unhappiness or why they're not showing up the way they, they know they can. How do you become a coach for say me like does my employer hire you or do do they reach out to you directly it's been very interesting i will say i will say i have worked one-on-one obviously with people who don't want anything to do with their employer knowing that they have (laughs) right even though i'm not a therapist i'm a coach it's a little bit more palatable for for people but lately i have had hr leaders hiring me on retainer so um easily accept by their staff if their staff you know go into their directory of resources they see me as an as somebody they can access and get a few sessions with so i love that because you know our conversations are 100 percent confidential um all they're doing is just asking for a session with me so it depends you know how i love the innovation though that some companies are really 
you know, taking on this as an alternative to only clinical therapy, because I think there's something very sterile about that. And if people are not comfortable even talking about mental health, are they really going to reach out and get a clinician? So the coach is sort of like the first step. And then oftentimes, if they're really struggling, then I will have that conversation around getting clinical care. That's awesome. So you're kind of like a mini employee assistance program. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Or part of it. You're part of the employee assistance program, but they may have just, you know, contracted you directly. Go ahead, JC. You had a question. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot going on uh, where I'm at. I'm uh, for this podcast and, and all the shows that we do. I'm up in Buffalo, New York, and we've gone through a lot. Michelle, we have we've had blizzards, 75 mile an hour winds and five feet of snow outside the house. We've been trapped in our house and locked down through covid trapped in the house on lockdown through blizzards loss of uh the the holiday season multiple years in a row and then you sit down you try to watch football and then you you bear witness to a tragedy on the field and and tomorrow hamlin last evening uh during the bills and uh, bills buffalo bills and and cincinnati Bengals game had cardiac arrest and and fell out and then you you empathetically put yourself in the shoes of the teammates or the co-workers who are living through that, seeing that, and, and you attempt to, like, normalize it, right? We all want to normalize something so that we could just move forward. But at some point, you you mention it, and you hit the nail on the head, that resiliency, it's, it's like a, how would you say, it's like a tree, and you keep chopping at that tree, and you reach a certain point, you, you don't want to cut all the way through that tree, and you don't want to see it tip over, when you're in a situation, Michelle, and you're working with an employer where there's all this tragedy taking place and it's affecting a lot of employees at one time, what would you yeah. do to start those initial steps of moving forward? Yeah. Hey, wait, Michelle, before you answer that here, we're going to move on to episode two because this goes right into what we were going to talk about. And so we give our listeners a breather here while they're, they're dropping their kids off at daycare. Folks, we will be right back to continue this amazing conversation on mental health. And we're going to talk a little bit more about productivity and depression and anxiety. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.